What is the difference between a mortgage, a deed of trust, and a contract for deed? It is so humid out here in the South right now. I'm like sweating and red, excuse me, uh, and pollen. My eyes are all red. What is the difference between a mortgage, a deed of trust, and a contract for deed? A lot of people haven't even heard of a contract for deed. Uh, but let's start with the mortgage. We, we know what a mortgage is. A mortgage is, we all use it as kind of an umbrella for a home loan or a loan of some sort, right? But there is a difference. There is a difference between a mortgage and a deed of trust. Uh, most states, eh, I hate to say most, I hate the word most, but a lot of states uh, are deed of trust states and mortgage states. Some of them are just mortgage states. Depends, it's very specific. And there's a couple differences between a mortgage and a deed of trust. The most glaring difference is that a mortgage only has two parties to it. It has a borrower and a lender. Easy. A deed of trust has three parties, a borrower, a lender, and now a trustee. So you're asking yourself, what the hell does this trustee do? Well, let's take a step back to the mortgage document, okay? In a mortgage, you essentially, you buy a property, you get a deed to it, says you own it, right? The lender loans you money. The documents, the mortgage itself says, if you don't pay on time or you default in some way, they're gonna sue you in foreclosure to get the deed, okay? Meaning they'll own the property. You're putting up the deed as collateral for the loan, simple. Two parties, collateral for the loan. A deed of trust, you're borrowing money, you get a deed to the property that you own it, and if you default under the terms of the loan, the lender doesn't go into foreclosure, technically the way the document works. A third-party trustee who's named in the document handles it for them, and it's called a power of sale. So the trustee has what's good, the power of sale to enforce the documents to then go grab the deed from you and take ownership of the property. A lot of times the deed of trust process is a little easier for the lender and a little quicker than the mortgage process. That's the big differences between the two, between a mortgage and a deed of trust. It's important to know those little nuanced differences because in other states, if you're moving around or you're doing something different, you want to know what kind of mortgage document you have and you want to know what kind of power you have or power the lender has over you. Okay, That's what's important to know. The third one, a contract for deed, it's a very interesting lending arrangement. Uh, a lot of times you find contracts for deeds, and I'm generalizing here, but you find them in a lot of rural areas and land, buyers that have a hard time uh, obtaining a loan. So they get a loan from the actual seller of the property, or it's called a seller carryback loan. Uh, and that's where you find contracts for deeds primarily. What it means in a contract for deed is that I sign a contract as a home buyer, and the seller, let's say, is going to give me 80% of the purchase price. They're gonna carry it back. I'm gonna pay the seller of the property like he's my lender, okay? Because he is now, he's my lender now. And instead of a mortgage or a deed of trust, the contract for deed means I make payments, regular payments under that contract over a certain prescribed period of time in a certain amount of money. After I'm done making those payments, I get the deed. That's the hugest difference is that I don't get the deed ahead of time. In most cases, there are some nuances to that, but in generally, that's how it works. So if I'm the lender or the seller who carried back the money, etc., that I have different rights now to the property if they default. If they default in a foreclosure, I got to sue for foreclosure and all that stuff with a mortgage and a deed of trust. With a contract for deed, I technically have to go and sue them for unlawful detainer. There's almost like a landlord-tenant relationship where I have a possessor on the property that I remove because of a default under the agreement because I'm still holding the deed. I don't need, I hold the collateral. I don't need to go after the collateral. I just need to go after them to remove them from the property. So that's the big differences for the three. Uh, interesting to note, contract for deed. You may have uh, learned something on that. I learned about contract for deeds about four or five years ago only. And uh, I really, I really like that arrangement. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week.